and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. Welcome back to part two of Your Digital Clutter is Out of Control, and I'm sharing with you the three other areas that you should declutter and clean up right now. Yesterday, we talked about what is digital clutter, how digital clutter affects us, and now we are talking about what we can do about our digital clutter. I already covered what you should declutter in your smartphone, so if you missed that episode, go back to yesterday, episode number 32, and check out the three, the couple of things that you can declutter from your smartphone right now. So today, we are covering the last three areas that you can declutter in your digital clutter. And this is really gonna help you going into the new year to just start a refresh and really get control of your digital clutter and not let it control you anymore. All right, so number two, the second area that I want to encourage you to declutter is your PCs, your personal computers, and your laptops or and or okay so either you have a personal computer or you have a laptop that is what we are going to talk about decluttering today so i really want to encourage you to start fresh now before you get nervous i'm not going to make you just wipe everything clean i really want you to move all of your apps all of your shortcuts and all of your files from your desktop And I want you to set the wallpaper to a solid color. Yesterday, I talked to you about setting your background, your home screen on your smartphone to a solid color so it's not competing with your apps that are on your home screen. That contrast, it just gets to be too busy and too cluttered and it's really nice to have one solid color. I recommend either black or white because it creates negative space and it just allows your apps to pop out and it's not competing with any graphic designs that are on your desktop wallpaper. Okay, so start fresh, remove all of your apps. You're not going to lose them. They're just going to be removed from your desktop. You can drag them right onto your trash can. They're still going to be in your applications file. They're just not going to be on your desktop. Now, if you have taken any screenshots, which I tend to do on my desktop temporarily, you will lose those. So if you drag any screenshots to your trash can, you will lose those permanently. So make sure that you drag those to your your documents or your your what is it called your finder app and go ahead and put your screenshots that you want to save into that that application all right so the next thing i want you to do is i want you to organize your files so go into your files your documents wherever you are i want you to organize your files by first dragging everything into your iCloud Drive or your Microsoft Drive. So whatever cloud drive you have, I want you to grab 
all of those files. And these are files that are on your PC or on your computer. And I want you to drag it to your cloud. Now, if you have a lot, you might max out your iCloud space or your, your data. So you might have to increase it as far as your data for like this month while you're getting things organized and downsizing and deleting a bunch of things. But um, I just really recommend getting your files off of your computer and putting it on your cloud because you're gonna you're going to maximize your the speed of your computer. If your computer is running really slow, it's probably because you have used up too many too much memory on your computer. So drag all of your files and put it in one spot, just put it in your iCloud Drive or in your Microsoft Drive. Then from there, I want you to create new folders. So new brand spanking new folders. And I want you to categorize them based on your your use of your computer. What do you what all do you use your computer for? For me, I have a family file. I have a personal file that that is named Lisa. Those files are just for me. Like for instance, um, like a job application or resume. That is That pertains to just me. Or my college degrees, I have them scanned, I have them saved in there. Um, then I have another file that is for business. I have a couple of different businesses and I name each file for that specific business. So when I am creating documents, I keep it all contained in that same file. Then I also homeschool my kids. If you don't homeschool, but you have your kids have school documents or things are coming to you through email for your kids, for your school, and you have to keep them for a certain amount of time, have a school folder. For us, we have to keep um, yearly homeschool evaluations, and so I keep them all in the school folder. And then also another folder you might want to have is your health folder or folder for taxes. I have a folder for our taxes, our family taxes, that I keep our statements in our yearly statements. So just think about all the uses that you're going to have for your family and that you're going to use it on this personal computer. All right. So create your folders first. Then this is the hard part. You're going to work through your files, deleting old ones that you no longer need and adding the ones that are current, that are up to date and that are important to you in your folder. So you're going to put them in those different categories. I want you to keep your files in no more than three levels. So for example, every file will be under your cloud, your cloud drive, all right? So that's the first level. You click on the cloud drive and then your files are there and that's your first level. Then you will create a main topic folder. All right, so you have your cloud, you click on that, then you have your main topic folders, like your family, your health, business, blah, 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 blah. Then you can create one more level with subfolders, narrowing your topics even smaller. All right, so for instance, say I did a family folder. I would have, maybe in my family folder, I would have each person in my family. So Jared, Aubrey, Peyton, Lucas, Lisa, that's my entire family. They would all be under the umbrella of family, the family main folder. And then any documents that pertain to each of the children would be underneath or contained in their personal folder. So no more than three levels. So you have your cloud, you have your main folder, and then you have your subfolders. If you create too many subfolders, 
within your folders, it takes too many steps to locate the documents that you need and it decreases your productivity. So keep it to no more than three levels. All right, next thing I want you to do is I want you to empty your computer's trash can. And I know that's scary. After you've deleted the documents that you don't need anymore, I want you to delete your trash can and I want you to trust that if you really need a document that you're throwing away, that you will be able to locate it again in case of like in case of emergency, okay? So just trust that you're going to be able to find something if you ever need it again. For instance, I used to be a public school teacher probably 13 years ago, and I have a lot of documents on a thumb drive, and I still have it for some reason. I need to just throw it away because I haven't used it, or I don't even know if I can still pull it up after 13 years. If I go back to teaching one day, I need to just trust that the files and the documents and all of the paperwork that I'm ever going to need for my teaching job is going to come to me, okay? I'm not going to, those those documents are obsolete. So just trust that if an emergency arises and you need some kind of document that you are going to be able to find it or come across it again. All right, the next thing and the last thing that I want you to do is, well, it's not really a thing that I want you to do. I want you to refrain from printing hard copies. Usually when you print a hard copy, you never end up needing them. It's highly unlikely that your cloud drive is ever going to crash. I know a lot of us get afraid that, especially if you're like old school and you kind of didn't have computers growing up, you're so afraid that you're not going to be able to locate these documents and it's going to crash and everything's going to be gone and all your documents and, and important information is going to be gone. But that's not really the case. Your iCloud or your cloud drive is highly unlikely that it's going to crash. And if it ever does, then you can just worry about that when you when that when that happens, okay? And if it ever does happen, you're going to take the necessary steps to retrieve the files that you need. So don't hold on to files for just in a case of emergency. And I'm doing those air quotes, just in case. A lot of us hang on to a lot of things for just in case. And we lack the trust that we are going to have those things when we actually need them again. We end up filling up our house with just in case items and we never really end up needing them again. And if we do, we live in a world that is so easy to just go down to the store and buy it again. All right. So don't keep files for just in case. Okay. The next area that we are going to tackle is the dreaded email application. (laughs) Y'all, I tend, back in the day, I hated email because I just felt like it was it was a never-ending place where I received a bunch of junk mail. And I never really used it well for communication until I just decided and resolved in my mind that I am tired of all that junk and clutter in my email. I'm, I'm not using this tool to my advantage. Why do I even have it? And if I'm going to have it, I'm going to use it for what it's intended for. So I... I typically like it when people text me instead because I feel like I can take care of it like right then. And email is so much easier to ignore. Plus, here's another thing. My iPhone was set up for the longest time that when I would swipe it to the left, it would archive it instead of going directly to trash. To, To put it in the trash can was like a three or four step process. I had to like 
like send it somewhere, move it. You had to move it. You had to click on the, the icon at the bottom to move it. Then you had to move it to the, the trash and then you had to delete it from the trash. It was just too many steps. So one day I Googled or I looked on YouTube, I don't remember exactly, to find the setting that I could change it where I swiped left instead of it being sent to archives, which I didn't want to keep in my archives. I didn't even want archives. I want it gone for good. I could set it up to where it goes directly directly to the trash. And I shared this this, this setting feature with Jared. And he's like, oh my gosh, you're a genius. I'm like, why didn't we look this up years ago? So anyway, do yourself a favor, Google how to set your email, your I email or whatever you call it up to when you swipe it left, it goes directly to trash and not to archive. All right. So let me give you some steps of how you can declutter and go through your email. And I know you probably have like, I have a friend who has 30,000 emails. And I was really challenging her to start weeding them out. I said, girl, just do a mass delete. And she, it, it gave her anxiety. She's like, Lisa, I know there's something in there that has to be important. I said, girlfriend, you have not looked at those emails in years. <laughs> just do a mass delete. Okay. So first of all, before you do mass delete, which that's only, that's, that's one option. I want you to look at your email and not the unopened number, not the unopened emails. I want you to look at the total number of emails. And I want you to write down your total number before you start decluttering them. Because it's going to really be satisfying when you look back and see how much you have deleted. And I also like to, when I when I do short little decluttering sessions or deleting sessions of my email, I would set my timer for like 10 minutes and see how many I could get done. Or I would say, okay, I'm going to delete until the next 100. So say I had 10,000, which I never got that high. But I would delete until I got to the, you know, in, in one session, one sitting, I would delete at least 500 at a time. So it's really important that you know where you came from so you, it brings you satisfaction of how far you've come. So when you're decluttering your email, if you have tons, if you have thousands, or even hundreds, however you want to do it. I want you to set a timer for at least 10-minute sessions. And I want you to try to reach the next 10. So say you're at 25. I want you to try to reach 20 emails left or the next 100 during a session. session. So you can either set it for 10 minutes or you can do it like tens or hundreds of emails at a time. Okay, here's what I want you to do as you're decluttering. I want you to not scroll down to the bottom. I want you to start with your most recent emails. Now, if it's an email from a subscription, and you know we all have these subscriptions that we do, we we see a freebie on Pinterest and we put in our email and before you know it, we're signed up to all these subscriptions. and And it's a subscription you no longer want. I want you to unsubscribe from it immediately. And I love, now a lot of the times I'm speaking from an iPhone or an Apple device, okay? I love how they have made the feature in the emails now where it has unsubscribe right underneath the address of the person who sent it to us. So it's really easy to unsubscribe from from email lists now. Used to, and, and some places you still have to scroll all the way to the bottom and look in the, the description and it'll say in a really, really small spot, unsubscribe, okay? I love that 
that the iPhones now have this feature that you can unsubscribe right underneath the email. So it's great. All right, so I want you to unsubscribe from that specific email immediately. Don't delete it, just unsubscribe for it from it, okay? Then I want you to go to the search bar and I want you to search for the name of that sender in your search bar. All of the emails from that sender should show up. Then I want you to select all and I want you to mass delete them, okay? That is going to clear out a ton of emails from your application immediately with each subscription that you unsubscribe from. So I want you to repeat that process with each email sender that you want to remove your name from their list. All right, so that's the first thing that I want you to do. And you're just gonna work from the most recent down, okay? If you come to an email that needs immediate attention, I want you to drag and drop it to your desktop. It's gonna become an item um, like an icon on your desktop. Then once you're done with your session, your timer goes off and you're done with your session, I want you to immediately address that email. So kind of use your desktop as your task task place of, you know, to keep your tasks that are, need to be like, that are front and center in your face that you need to address right away, okay? So when that timer goes off, I want you to address the email. I want you to complete the task, whatever it is. If you have to file a receipt in your bookkeeping software, which is usually what I have to do. I purchase different softwares or different subscription or like monthly subscriptions to programs that I use for my business and they send me receipts. Well, I need to address that receipt and put it in my QuickBooks software right away. So if that's something you have to do, Go ahead and address that. And then I want you to take that email and I want you to right click on it and delete that email, okay? And get it out and you can drag that icon and put it right into the trash can as well. Um, and if you have any important dates that come up in your emails, I want you to add those to your calendar right away as well. Usually in your emails, I love how the iPhones or iClouds have it set up. If a date is sent to you in your email, you can hold down, you can right click on it, or in my case, I have a, a laptop, so two fingers to click on it, and you can say add to my calendar, and it will take you right over to your calendar, and you can add it to your calendar immediately. You can also do that with text messages. If you've ever seen a date underlined that somebody has sent you, you can actually click on it and you, it will give you the option that you can add it to your calendar. It is fabulous. I also like to use the Siri feature on my phone. So I will just say, hey Siri, add to my, add to my family calendar, which I have my calendars grouped by like business, family, and my family calendar is actually synced and shared with Jared's phone calendar. So I'll say, hey Siri, add to my family calendar, that we have Christmas dinner at the Lazards, December 25th at, at 12, 12 p.m., okay? And it's so great because she does all of that. <laughs> I love using the Surrey feature on my phone to add things to my calendar and actually add things to my reminders app as well. All right, so after that, I want you to create folders with clear titles for any emails that you want to reference 
in the future. These are going to be temporary folders, all right? These are not permanent folders. These are things that you need to reference later on. I would give them like a, a six-month like limit, limitation, uh, expiration date. All right, so then after you create those clear titles, I want you to drag important emails that are related to those titles into those folders. And this is going to weed out your email inbox. All right, so any, like if, for me, I'm working on an online course right now for y'all, a mini course, and I've been doing lots of research and getting different emails from people that I'm learning from, and I want to reference the education that I'm, I'm learning, and so I'm going to put them in a temporary folder called um, online courses. And so once I have my online course up and going, I no longer need that information anymore because I've already learned it, I've already applied it, and I don't need to reference it ever again. So any folders that you create should be temporary folders. If you have too many emails and you are overwhelmed and you've been avoiding them, here's what you can do. And I told you that this was an option. You can hit that button at the top to select all and you can delete them and completely start fresh if you would like. I'm giving you the permission to do that. And like I said, just trust that if there's some information that you need, you're going to be able to find it when the time arises. It's going to come back to you. Just trust. If you haven't looked at a group of emails in, say, over a couple of months, they are no longer important to your life at this moment, and they are just creating clutter. They're creating visual clutter, and you're not able to use the tool of your email to the best that you need it to be used for, okay? You're missing a bunch of information because it's all the good information is is hidden in all of the clutter and the crap that is in your email right now, okay? So let's go ahead, start fresh, get it under control right now. All right, here's the next section or the next area that we're gonna do clutter and it's probably gonna be the hardest. Uh, are you ready? Your photos, <laughs> your digital photos. How many of y'all have like over 10,000 photos in your phone right now? I do. <laughs> it is so hard because, or it's really easy. It's really easy to take photos nowadays. And it's so easy to ignore how many photos we actually have. So here's the thing I want you to do first. I want you to make sure that all of your, de your devices are synced with your cloud drive. I focus heavily on your cloud drive because you're gonna get so much memory, so much more space with your cloud drive. And if you happen to um, drop your phone in the water and you mess up your phone, your pictures are going to be synced on your cloud and you're gonna be able to retrieve them on your computer, on your laptop from the cloud and you're not gonna lose them permanently. So. It is very important that you take the time and make sure all your photos are synced with all of your other devices and it's in the cloud. All right, so here's what you can do. You can either declutter your photos on your phone, like on the go, or you can declutter your photos from your computer, which I think is much easier because you're able to see like groups of photos at a time as opposed to just like one photo at a time and you're like deleting it. Now you can do the select feature on your phone and select a bunch of pictures, but sometimes you don't know because 
you need to zoom in and see if somebody's eyes are closed in like a family photo or something. So I just feel like it's so much easier to just go to your laptop, go to your computer where all your pictures are now synced and you can work through your pictures on on your on your PC or on your laptop. Okay, here's now here's here's what I want you to do. I want you to trust. All right. I'm gonna give you some things to delete. And I don't want you to panic because I've went through these steps and it it was a little nerve-wracking, but I'm actually just I feel so relieved to just like let those things go. All right, here's what I want you to do. I want you to first go to your screenshots and I want you to delete them. Everything that's in that folder, just like select all in your screenshots and just delete them. Because when was the last time you actually went back and looked, re- like referenced a screenshot? We don't do that. We do it so on the fly. We, we're on Pinterest and we see something and we just screenshot it and we think, oh, I'm going to go back to that recipe and make it. No, honey. You can always look it up again. <laughs> just trust that you can find this information again when you need it. And think of all the time that you are going to waste scrolling through all of your screenshots again just to find that one recipe that you could just go to Pinterest or go to Google and type it in and look it up and you're going to find it again. All right. So just trust that you don't need those screenshots and that you can find that information again. So I just did this yesterday when I was researching um, about digital clutter and I had 1400 screenshots. Y'all, that was a lot. And so what I did is I looked at my number of photos to begin with and then I was like, I'm just doing it. And I deleted, my husband was actually there right beside me and I was telling him what all all I was talking about on the podcast. And so it was like kind of moral support from him. I was like, I'm just doing it right now. And I did it. I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I did it. And he's like, yeah, girl, you got too much, too many pictures on your phone. And so I minimized my photos by 1400 pictures just by getting rid of my screenshots. So first thing, delete all your screenshots from your screenshot folder. All right, the next thing I want you to go through is your videos. Now, I'm not going to tell you to delete all of your videos, but think of how many times that we've quickly taken a video of something our kid has done, and we think it's the greatest thing in the world, and keep keep a few videos from each stage of their life, but go ahead and let go of every little tiny thing that they do. Now, if you want to do this eventually, don't do it right now while you're purging, but if you would like to download a video app where you can take all of those small little clips, like those 15 second clips or 20 second clips, and you can put them all in, like combine them and put them in longer videos, and then one day download them to like, I don't know, like a hard drive or a DVD, um, you can definitely do that, but don't do it now while you are purging. Also, Here's another thing. If you are somebody who on social media creates a lot of stories like your Facebook stories or your Instagram stories, turn off the feature that where the where your stories automatically download and save to your phone. You do not need to keep all your stories that you have posted to social media. All right. The, the, here's the thing. Here's how I feel. The most important videos and photos of my life should be kept with just me and my family. I don't need to share every single thing. So those precious videos that just weren't worthy to share on your stories, 
those are the ones that you're going to keep. You're not going to keep all of the little random stories that you share on your social media. So turn off that feature where it automatically saves to your phone. All right, so go through your videos and really purge and just keep a few fo- few videos of each stage that your children are in or any special memories that you have. All right, the next thing I want you to do is I want you to declutter by month, okay? I want you to declutter one month at a time, a day at a time, okay? In less than two weeks, you will have decluttered a year's worth of photos. How cool is that? So say you're gonna do January. You Say you're gonna start day one. You're gonna do all of your January photos. So what you're gonna do is you're gonna go to, let me see what the feature looks like. So uh, if you click on library underneath your photo application on your phone, you're gonna click library, and then you are going to go to months, and then you're gonna be able to see like December, November, and you're gonna work your way backwards. So I highly recommend working your way backwards from the month that you're in an entire year. So we're almost at a new year. Go ahead and start purging your, your, your photos by the month one day at a time. So you're going to take day one and you're going to work through all of December photos. All right. You can even declutter in 10 minute sessions. So I talked about decluttering your files in 10 minute sessions or your emails in in 10 minute sessions. I really love setting a timer and challenging myself to do as much as I can in 10 minutes. Or if you want to do it based on the next hundred, I like to do that as well. I like to get to a nice round even number. Here's a question I want you to ask yourself as you're decluttering because you're going you're gonna to think, oh, I, I, I want to remember this memory or, or whatever it is. Ask yourself this question. Will this particular photo still matter to me in five years? Okay, you took a picture. You took a picture of the sunset. This random place, you took a picture of the sunset. And I, I get it. Sunsets are gorgeous. But how many sunsets have you, have you seen and you've not taken a picture of it, okay? So you don't have to take a picture of every blue sky, every sunset, every uh, every leaf that turns orange in autumn, okay? You can delete those. So think about these, these th- this question as you're working through your photos. Will this photo still matter to me in five years? If the answer is not really, then go ahead and delete it, all right? And try to keep like maybe no more than three photos per event or social gathering that you go to, all right? Don't keep every different like angle and pose and every different smile or like just trust that you need to just document the moment and then enjoy the moment that when you're in it. The next thing I want you to do is to make sure that you get all of your photos eventually off of your phone. I am going to start applying this yearly reset to my to my life and My goal is to start with a cleared off phone in my photos at the beginning of every year. (laughs) And that's going to be a part of my mini course that I'm putting together for y'all to to be able to walk through as well. I'm going to walk you through that process of getting the photos off your phone, decluttering them, and starting fresh every single year. How amazing. Oh my gosh. (sighs) That just brings me peace just thinking about it. It makes me really excited. <laughs> I'm a little weird like that. So trying to get your phone, your photos off your phone and onto an external hard drive at least at the end of every year. 
All right. So that is our goal. That's what we're going to work through. I hope y'all are looking forward to that mini course I'm putting together for you. All right. So we're going to wrap this up a little bit. How can we prevent digital clutter in the long run? So we're getting our act together. We're getting all this this clutter out of the way. We're getting our life organized. How can we prevent this from happening again? Because if not, we're going to just be in the same cycle over and over and over. Well, it starts with habits. <laughs> it starts with creating systems of resetting and going through these things often to purge them. So I want you to add your digital tidying to your daily your weekly, your monthly, and your yearly resets. I talk about resets a lot on this podcast. I love resets. I feel like every day can be reset. <laughs> and I do. I do a nightly reset. So the next day, the day starts fresh. And it, it, having resets has really changed my life. And it, I hope you start applying that to your life as well. So on the weekend, I want you to clean up your photos. And I want you to clean up your text messages. So on weekends, clean up your photos and your text messages. Every month, I want you to clean up your files and your applications, like on your computer, your files and your applications. And every year, I want you to completely reset everything. I want you to reset everything that I shared with you in episode number 31. So refer back to that one. It's my yearly reset that I recommend you doing. And that's what you're going to do at the end of every year. I want you to start enjoying moments too. I want you to start enjoying these moments by putting down your phone. You don't have to document every single thing for it to matter. You don't have to document everything to prove that it actually happened in your life. We need to depend more on our memories because if we don't use our mind to start memorizing things, we're going to lose our capacity to memorize events. It's going to be really hard for us to refer back to life events if we don't start depending on our mind to do it. When we're sitting in that rocking chair one day and our little grandkids come up to us and sit on our lap and they say, Grandma, tell me this story about when you first had kids. If you are not present with your own eyes and taking pictures with your own eyes and not just your camera, you're not going to be able to tell the stories. So put your phone down. Don't document every single moment and trust that the event is okay and the memory can be okay to happen without you taking a picture of it. All right. The best memories are the ones that we paint in our head. Isn't that, isn't that the truth? You will tell a story and you probably only remember the good parts of it because your memory, that's what we do as humans. We want to memorize the the good parts of, of a time that we are with our family or when we grew up. And we might fabricate it a little bit, but that's okay. It's our imagination. If you feel like you have to document everything, okay? If you feel like you must document it, I want you to train yourself to document an event with just one special and meaningful photo. And then I want you to put your phone away, all right? Document it and, get, and put it away. I had a friend whose husband told her this. He said, Stephanie, document it, put your phone down, <laughs> And if you need your husband to tell you that, then recruit him to tell you that. So you do not need to document every single toy that your child unwraps on Christmas Day or the different smiles that your baby has all in like 10 minutes. I I know in my daughter Aubrey's um, baby album, I said I have this page, this scrapbook, because I used a scrapbook back in my day. And I have this one page and it says all the smiles of Aubrey. Oh my gosh. 
it's cute, but it's kind of like, really? Do I really need to document every single different quirk or different, like, and I'm like just putting little captions beside them. Oh, this must be because she's gassy. Who cares? (laughs) Just start enjoying life by being more present and stop looking at your family from behind your phone. All right, friends, I'm going to go back over those four different areas that I want to really encourage you to declutter and clean up right now. So first one, your smartphone. And refer to yesterday's um, episode for you to get some inspiration and some steps on how to declutter your smartphone. The next one is your PCs and your laptops. We're going to get all our files, all of our documents nice and organized and decluttered. Next one is your email And I'm giving you permission to mass delete if you want to. And the last one is your photos. And I highly recommend working those in that order. Smartphones, PCs, emails, and then your photos. All right, friends, it's almost a new year. I hope you are working on your new year reset. And I will see you back here tomorrow for a new No Fluff Friday. Hey friend, are you ready to finally get your act together, become more productive in life and in business, and significantly reduce your stress? Well, I'm ready to help you make these changes, and we're going to do it by overhauling your habits. Sure, decluttering and organizing your home is going to give you some immediate gratification, but it will be short-lived if you don't change your habits and you don't stop taking on the identity of an unorganized, unfocused, hot mess mama. It's time to stop treading water in the deep end and start thriving in your dreams and your life purposes. Go to habitsandhome.com slash habit30 to join the Habits at Home Accountability Program. While you're there, join my email list to receive my subscriber exclusive, straightforward, no fluff, do it right now and delete tips and encouragement. Until next time, I'm Lisa at the Habits and Home Show.